Welcome to Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about protecting the babies. We're going to talk about protecting our babies in the village. So in doing so, we're going to talk about an assault from Small Hatch that's um, they're leading this weird movement that they're pushing on the children. So, um, yeah, beloved, I think it's important that we have a conversation about it because uh, we can see publicly that, you know, nephew is kind of dealing with this. We're talking about Dwayne Wade's son, right, who uh, he goes by the name of Zaya, I believe, Zaya Wade. So, um we love him. He's nephew. We know what the world is trying to do, but right now he's nephew. He's not only his parents' business, but he is our business because he's in our village. So, you know, I want to begin the conversation by saying this, you know, um, we have two rules, beloved, on Real Black Continents Forum podcast when you have a gay family member, right? The rules that we have is this. Rule number one is you got to love them. Sometimes, beloved, it's not all about agreeing with somebody lifestyle, because I'm pretty sure if we can sit down with folks and they can tell us their lifestyle and we could tell them ours, we probably at the end of the conversation, nobody agrees with nobody. You know, (laughs) nobody agrees with nobody's lifestyle. So it's not, you know, so we just got to put the love out there. We got to put the love on the table. Also, the second rule that we have on this platform for gay members of the village and our family is that, see, beloved, you got to protect them. Because there's a lot of things going on in the mental. That's number one. And then there's some people in this world that wish to do harm by those that just live their life a certain way. Right. It is a very interesting statistic that says that Black folks, our teens, is leading this entire nation in being homeless. Do you know why our babies are homeless? Because black parents are putting out their children because they are gay. That is very disturbing to me, beloved. I just, I can't get that one. So much so that... um, when it comes to the suicide rate, 32 to 50% across the country of the LGBT community as a whole, but that number gets higher when you're in the black village, they go through with suicide. That number is too high and it's unreal. And this is based on discrimination, they've been bullied. It's some violence going on, uh, being rejected by family members that may be religious or non-religious and friends that may be religious or non-religious. Just the community in general just doesn't support that behavior. Uh, Harassment, you know, just it's what it is. And it's driving young teens to just off themselves, beloved. We can't, that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And I I understand, you know... um, Just the way that you disagree It's okay to be just disagreeable about something But once you disagree, you disagree And I demonstrate me disagreeing with that lifestyle By me not living it That's the way I disagree with something 
I don't have to shout you down and try to just we're we're doing something very different with our babies, right? So in today's conversation, we're going to talk about an assault that's taking place on the village, not with adults. I'm not in the business of trying to speak on and control adults, and we have great conversations and we just shoot the bobo. But trying to control an adult, what they go and do in the bed, how they be freaking in the bedroom. They are an adult. But I think it's something very wrong when you have a team of devils that's a hidden hand that's trying to push on their ideology on children. So much so that they're pushing it on the babies that's two and four years old, beloved. I have a problem with that. As we've reported on this show, UCSF, University of California, San Francisco Hospital, one of the leading hospitals in the world, is doing this as well. And they've said so out loud. This is an actual quote from their website, quote, genital surgery is being performed on a case-by-case basis more frequently in minors. In the absence of solid evidence, providers often must rely on the expert opinions of innovators and thought leaders in the field. So your child gets sexually mutilated genital surgery that is irreversible, not on the basis of science, but on the basis of innovators and thought leaders. It's hard to believe that's happening. That quote was scrubbed, by the way, after we reported on it, not because it wasn't a real quote, but because it was a real quote. It was too incriminating. Once again, this is everywhere. A parent in Pennsylvania called Megan Brock decided to do some actual reporting on it because actual reporters choose not to. They look away and attack anyone who wants to know what's actually happening. So she filed a records request. And this week she obtained a 2017 email from Dr. Nadia Dauschen at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Again, one of the most famous hospitals in the world known as CHOP, a widely beloved institution that has helped very many. But in this case, what they were doing shocks the census. In a communication with now HHS Secretary Rachel Levine, she wrote this, quote, I'm not aware of existing literature, this is Dauschen, but certainly it is happening. I think we've had more than 10 patients who have had chest surgery under 18, as young as 15, and bottom surgery, 17. That's the sexual mutilation of children for no medical or scientific reason simply because right now it is fashionable and consistent with a cult that has taken over a lot of the leadership of this country. But the fact remains, children are being destroyed by this. So look, let's talk about a group of devils, right? Let's talk about a group of devils, and I'm going to give you some names that hopefully, you know, you look these guys up and you see what direction that they're trying to take what they got going on, because See, what they got going on is affecting us. It always does. You don't go to these prestigious colleges and have all these think tanks and just to, it can go nowhere. No, no, no. It, they come out of the think tank and it goes somewhere. These people fight and study to get the greatest education to be heard of, to be seen of, to be known of. And to change laws and to influence people. They're devils. Do you know what that even means when we say devils? Because a lot of us, we was raised in a religious household. What does that mean when we say, when you hear people with knowledge of self, they say, oh man, them folks ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> you know, we know that mama taught us that a devil steals, kills, and destroys, and that's real. 
right? You know, that's a that's a good foundational. Yeah, we can use that. That's a good definition. But what else does that mean when somebody say devil? When folks is devils, what does that mean? Beloved, the term devil doesn't mean anything but adversary. They are a adversary to what? To the regular course of nature. They are a adversary. So if the regular course of nature, which is in you, black man and black woman, is freedom, justice and equality. If somebody is trying to take your freedom, not give you justice and effect or equality, they are a devil to you. Because they're trying to disrupt the natural course of nature. If the natural course of nature is a man being with a female. But all right, you grown, you an adult, you want to do something devil. But uh, pardon me, you want to do something different. But a devil would promote a same sex relationship as a normal one is not. Because the universe show us that that you can't reproduce with that. Meaning that is uh, you put a bunch of this behavior pattern on the island and they will not make it out because it's not it's not it's not fruitful. Now we can say, hey, you know, you're an adult. You could do what you want. We love you anyway. We're going to protect your right to live the way that you want to live. But we also have the right to say, no, we won't allow you to push that on babies. That's not cool, man. We're not we're not doing that. So let me give you some names, right? Robert Stroller, who is an American professor at UCLA Medical School Identity Clinic. He's in the books for this activity, right? Then you have one of the most vicious small hats. His name is John William Money. He's a psychologist from New Zealand. He is the first one to conduct transgender research on children. In fact, it was a mother. She had some twins. And then um, those twins is two boys. So during the, like, the circumcision process, one of them just so happened to get his penis cut off through a botch circumcision. Sometimes they, they use some kind of hot something. It, it's supposed to have been one thing and it was something else. But in any event, little man got his penis burned off. Well, it was uh, the small hat John Money and team that came up with the idea of doing transgender surgery. They tricked the parents. They told them this. They told them that. Um, well, what they really said, it was uh, nurture over nature, meaning that if you just train somebody to be a girl, they'll be a girl. And the devil, John Money, came up with the idea and he tweaked the original definition of gender. Gender back in the day didn't mean nothing but male or female. So many of us, if you go back to your old birth certificates, it have the date and the time you were born. It have your name and it say gender. And that gender would say male or female. Well, John got rid of that. John say that is not so. John says, um, you don't know the gender of the child until maybe two or maybe four 
or maybe 12 who really knows but nobody knows but the child so if the two-year-old says they're feeling one way then john is promoting and he has a team with him so you get the the usual suspects um in this activity of delusion and that's going to be Jack Turbin and R.L. Goldberg and Richard Green and Harry Benjamin and the rest of his uh, small hat gang, um, Ruth Dober and Henry Guez and Herbert Cooperman and Leo Woolman. All of these people study transsexualism. All of them is loosely around the ideology of sexologists. And then they come up with all of this reassignment surgery. And how the children need drugs. And then on top of that, they need more drugs to stop the puberty. And they create what they call puberty blockers. And it just, it goes down the line. And it's robbing the younger generation of their future. Because when we was young, beloved, we had something called um, tomboys. And time girls, this activity ain't nothing new. You know, in our generation, you had when when dude was soft, like he's a mama's boy, he's a town girl. He's just soft. He just can't play football like the rest of us. You know what I mean? He just ain't gonna play basketball like the rest of us. Shorty might jump up and play basketball with us. She just a town boy. She may play football. I remember girls playing football with us on the west side when we was young. They just was town girls. That's all. Or part of me at that, we called them town boys. They just was like the guys. They just. They just didn't want to just play with the dolls all day. They looked like it was boring. I got, you know, even one of my um, female cousins, well, two of them, they had a jump shot. <laughs> they, had a, they had a jump shot. So they played with us. But that didn't mean they needed reassignment surgery. See, this is the difference now. We just let them grow the way they grow and they do what they want. Now, if they became adults and wanted to live this lifestyle that's their business but you know what beloved it was okay to be a gay male so to speak because you were man you just gay so the lot of the, a lot of the gay guys in detroit they were timberlands with the avarex jacket with the do-rag on like everybody else they just liked it man the females they got their hair done they got their nails done their feet done she was just a lesbian she just liked it other women but she was a woman you can look at it and see she was a woman you could look at the man. He knew he was a man. He wasn't fighting for the place to be a woman. He wasn't fighting for the place to be recognized as a woman. He just was a man that liked the men. Now I think it is very different. Because many of us, we all have gay folks in our family. We're seeing more Zaya Wade now than anything. But we're not looking at the hitting hand. The small hat is always in the back of his activity. It's just what it is. Beloved, when you get the chance, I want you to do the research on John Money. I want you to look him up. Look at his work. Look what he did. Look what he was pushing. He was bisexual himself. So you start to kind of peel back these layers and you see people that's coming up with these ideologies and they're pushing them hard. But they have a reason why they're pushing them hard. So we say on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, beloved, we say this. If you have a homosexual person in your family, you got to love them and you got to keep a listening ear out for them. 
because the way that pedophilia kind of works, they turn their it, it's a it's double standard. If it's a thirty year old man with a seventeen year old female, throw that nigga in jail and throw away the key. Put him in jail, throw away the key. A twenty six year old man, fifteen year old female, throw him in jail, throw away the key. But when it's same sex, it's a twist. That 23-year-old female with that 17-year-old female, they turn a blind eye. That 30-year-old female with that 17-year-old, that 16-year-old girl, it's a blind eye. That 26-year-old man running around with that 17-year-old boy, that 16-year-old boy, they turn a blind eye. If you're not there to listen to your children, you can't even, you're not even there. You just tuned out the whole lifestyle, what they got going on. You had so much tonal vision that you just, you know what I mean? And you know, we have to, it's a way we have to guide our babies up. It's a way we got to guide our youth up. But you can't guide nobody nowhere. You don't even want to listen. Let's pay attention to the hidden hand. Because I'm telling you, beloved, it's going to get real different out here. These folks is fin to play a different game. And they're setting the stage to really take your children. That's what they're really doing. You know what I mean? Because look, once they start changing laws and changing what's written, then they're setting it up to take your children. All right, like, check this out. I'm going to give an example. Like, check this out. Um, in 1968, the DSM listed homosexuality as a mental disorder, right? And then they waited like five years and they kind of tweaked the language a little bit, right? So in 1973, they came back out and it was like, okay. And I'm talking about the American Psychiatric Association. They came back out and it was like, you know what? We're going to remove homosexuality as a mental disorder, but they replaced it with something they call sexual orientation disturbance, right? And then later, you know, they switched it up again in 1987. There's like, you know what? They took homosexuality homosexuality completely out of the DSM. So it doesn't even exist there, no, it's nothing. All right, so now, because it's not a disorder... That means it's a regular way of life. So when you put that on paper, if you have a, um, um, so how, how can I say it? Like, it, okay, okay. If something is not a disorder, the government and the medical world is saying, well, this kind of activity is in order because it's not a disorder. So because something is in order when they are, when there's an issue with it, they are only there. I'm talking about the medical world and government to affirm it now. They're not there to change it because it's it's a regular order now. Well, why would you change something? This is they say this is a normal way of life. It's it's order. So okay, they're they're there to affirm it now. That's very different. All right, now check this out. This is how that works. When you're born, you got a pact. With the state 
if you're born in the hospital, you do. You you in contract with that what that birth certificate is. You in you and the child's mother or father and that birth certificate, y'all are in contract with the state. Um if Lil Man or Lil TT saying they feel, you know, Lil Man say he feel like a girl. Or Lil TC say, I really think I'm a boy. The medical world and the government, because that is not a disorder, they are only in place to affirm that behavior. They're not there to just, they're just there to affirm it now. If you go against the grain now, you at risk of even losing your children to the state now. I look at Dwayne Wade's situation, right? I'm a, I'm a, let me say it this way. I look at Dwayne Wade's situation. And it seems like he was almost hostage, almost. I don't really care for Gabrielle Union too much, but that's his wisdom. I'm not on that. I don't get on. Maybe, I'm going to take that back. Because I'm not going to speak on nobody marriage, their union. They in love. That's what it is. Okay, that's what that is. All right. I'm just, let me say it this way. I think it'd be different if he was with his first wife. Let me say it that way. You know what I mean? Because that whole divorce thing, we don't agree with that. No way. But all right. He left one original woman and got another night. Whatever. Okay. So let me just say it this way, though. Um, The way he described his son, nephew, coming to him, Dwayne Wade as a father. He used he used verbiage that I caught. He said, "My son educated us," meaning it was he he went online. He didn't do nothing but find some old work of uh, the devil, this small hat named John Money. And what they do, it's a foundational piece. So once they do this research, other doctors come back behind him and just build on the research that he already made. So I can guarantee you, this Zaya Wade nephew, I can't think of his real name, but nephew, Dwayne Wade's son. I'm pretty sure he just got connected to some literature that that came out of this think tank, right? This ideology. When he brought it to his pops, what could his pops do? Because the government put himself, the government is in a position and the medical world is taking the position that this is no longer a mental disorder. It, it is order. It is okay for you to come out of the womb and be five and say, nah, I'm really this. They can only affirm it. So if you go against that, that can be that's a tricky situation. I, I'm pretty sure laws are different state by state. I, I get that, but that's a that is going to be a slippery slope. That's why you see these folks. They always pass in these gender equality bills. They always got these bills. So we got to do a little bit more of a C-SPAN. We got to watch C-SPAN a little more. And stay off CNN, NBC, Fox News. Because C-SPAN, you get to see them passing the bills in real time. You get to see them down in Capitol Hill, voting for this, voting for that. We really get to watch it on it. It's it's live. It's You can't beat it. You got to watch what they're passing. That is going to affect you. The devil is in business to break up the household. Period, point blank. That's the whole business. That's the small has business, definitely. Because he kind of got it. He got his own book. I keep encouraging the, the brethren. Y'all got to go get a Tolman. Get an online Tolman. Get a Tolman and read it. You get to see what the whole aim is about. 
you get to see why they um, they strategically take over the channels of distribution when it comes to information. They they anywhere they go, they're going to take over the media. They can control what you think, what you see. So, all right. So we we having this conversation today, right? We're talking about the LGBT community, uh, in particular the T. We're talking about transgender, how it's affecting the village and how it's being pushed on the youth. We don't care what an adult do. You 20 years old, you want to go out and that's your business. But it's an issue when you're four years old. I mean, you're four. You just, you're, come on, dog. You're a time girl. You four, little mama. You're a time boy. You don't really, you think Santa Claus is real. You can't really decipher what's real from what's not real. You you think that Santa Claus is going to come down and bring us bring you some gifts. You think that if you could put that broken tooth that fell out your mouth underneath the pillow, you think that the tooth fairy is going to... So you, we can't give you... We can't allow you to make adult decisions. You know, uh, Dwayne Wade's son came in and he was like 11. Or oh, I think I'm this, I'm thinking that. You don't think you... Sh- you, don't, you ain't shit, you 11. Because you're not as aggressive as your brothers. That doesn't mean that you... No, you just not... You soft. You know You know what I mean? Y'all niggas in the neighborhood, we just like, man, this nigga soft. We ain't... You just soft. Go sit on the porch. That don't mean you got to go get some gender reassignment surgery. We allow you just to be soft. We didn't trip on that. We allow Shorty to be a tomboy. We didn't trip. Nobody said, you know what, Shamika... You can you got a real good jump shot and you good at running track and you can play football with us. You know what you need? You need some puberty blockers and some reassignment surgery. We never said that. The devil came amongst us to sell us new products. This guy is on a constant need for new customers. He wanted to put you underneath some kind of medication forever. That's what it's really all about. It's all about the money. When you start following the LGBT community and you start looking at the transgender, because that's where the money at. The money is in transgenderism. You just gay, ain't no money in that. What's the money in that? You lesbian, where's the money at? You bisexual, how we gonna make money off you? You like to go both ways. You a real freak. You know what I'm saying? You how we gonna make money off you? We can make money off that tea. You're a new customer. The drugs that we used to give those criminals that's convicted of pedophilia, you know what I'm saying, to, to stop their hormones, that's what we, instead of us giving that drug, to, well, they still giving it to them too. But now they got a new customer base, which is your children now, because they're going to give that to them as a puberty blocker. And then they come across it, oh, it's just a pause button. It's just a, No, it's not a pause button. You've been taking some goddamn puberty blockers since you were seven, and now you're 17. You're 10 years behind. Your development is 10 years behind. Yo, yo, let me let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. You know, um, that devil strategically put himself in place to control information. I want you to think about this, right? He got the media. Not only do we have the media, he got social media, right? He owns the Facebooks, he owns the Twitters, the Instagrams. Well, I take that back that uh, your uh, African-American brother on Twitter. Um, what's the silly dude name? Can't think of his name right now. 
He just bought it. He's from South Africa. So he uh he labels as an African American, you know. <laughs> uh he's the devil, but maybe that's a different story for a different day. Have you noticed this though, right? You ever checked out the community standards thing? Like if you say something, if you voice your opinion about transgenderism, you know what they'll do? They'll flag your post, they'll take it down. They call it hate speech. They'll put a fact checker underneath it. They do all kind of shit to your stuff. Because small hats own Facebook. They own Instagram. They own all that, right? Alright. So much so that let's go back maybe like three to four years ago. When the pandemic was at its height and everybody was going down to get that pop. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just using the word pop because, you know, the other word to get flagged. You know, if you went down and got the pop or you didn't get the pop, it's it's all good. It's based on your research. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I will say this, you know. If you spoke against it, you were flagged. You got hit with a strike. They'll hit you with a fact check. They'll bring it down. But you never went back and researched with who's over this shit then. I'm talking about the pop. And if you go back and look, and see who was invested in it. See, it was the small hats that was invested in you getting that pop. And the whole world getting that pop. Because 75% of Israel got that pop. So you look at the CDC director at that time. Rochelle Walensky. She was a small hat. The CDC deputy director. And Shukat. She's a small hat. The CDC chief of staff, Sherry Berger at that time. She's a small hat. CDC chief medical officer, Mitchell Wharf. He's a small hat. So you go all the way down to the CDC director in the Washington office, which is Jeff, small hat. Um, the pop Cesar. The, uh, the pop senior advisor. The HHS secretary, which is Xavier. He's a he's a regular he's a regular devil. But when you look at down, you go right underneath that, and you go to the HHS assistant health secretary, which is Rochelle Levine. That's a transgender small hat. So go all the way down, and you look at the companies. The head of Pfizer at that time, Albert Bulura, he's a small hat. Then you look at the chief scientist at Pfizer, which is Mikhail Dalston. He's a small hat. So now. If you get on your regular social media and you start shitting on getting the pop, all your shit is flagged because you're stopping their money. They're not going to let you stop their money because it's their, they own the platform. You can't talk about the pop. But none of us said, well, damn, who's heavily invested in the, they invested in the pop. That's why you can't talk about it. All right. You look at the devils that's invested in transgenderism. And I'm, I don't care about transgenderism for adults. Who really cares? We talking about when you put it on the babies. Who's invested in You look at the team that's behind it. It's all small hats. You can't make this shit up. We got work to do, beloved. Man, we, we, we got a lot of work to do, beloved. You know, we got to take back our families. Um... You know, this is why we say this, beloved. We say, listen, we say that marriage can fix 90% of the shit that that we deal with in our community. Marriage can fix it. 
the first thing marriage is going to help our people do is because our babies need to be homeschooled bad i'm talking about man it's it's bad like shh. i'm not sure like you know um you know <laughs> you know elijah used to say you know he felt like um for at, the, for at least the first K through 8 At least they should be Schooled by their own people He said you know if it's K through 12 He prefer K through 12 but if you can do K through 8 at the very least Before they be able to go out into the world And go to the, these diverse high schools They need to be around their own people Being taught their own curriculum Their own knowledge of self then You know what I mean Because yo check this out For a child to come to you and say this Because this is the dilemma right for a child to come to you and say, I feel like I'm in the wrong body. Think about that statement. I feel I have the wrong body. I feel like I'm in the wrong body. Our question in the village then becomes, well, how do you know the body is wrong? Maybe your feeling is wrong. That's what all we're saying. When you come to us, beloved, and say, I think I'm in the wrong body, you're thinking it. Have you ever thought that your thinking is wrong? The government is trying to take that from us. The medical world is trying to take that from us. They're trying to take the fact that we can say, maybe your feeling is wrong. But they're saying that is not a disorder. So they're going to affirm it. And if you are against it, we going to have to deal with you. So now, beloved, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content is Forum Podcast. Your brother VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. In the 1950s, the psychologist and sexologist, Dr. John William Money, began applying the word gender when describing someone's sexual identity. He believed that an individual's gender was a social construct that was determined by their upbringing and subsequent exposure to what society deems to be masculine or feminine. His argument was that nurture overrides nature. In the summer of 1965, in the city of Winnipeg, a mother gave birth to two twin boys. The twin boys, named Brian and Bruce Reamer, had difficulty urinating when they were only a few months old. Doctors recommended circumcision, however the method of circumcision was not told to the boys' parents, who later found out that an electrical cauterizing machine had malfunctioned and burnt off Bruce's genitalia. Months later, the parents of the twin boys were watching television when they came across the charismatic Dr. John Money describing his work with transgenderism. Thanks for viewing the podcast, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.